Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, you are listening to the most electrifying podcast in all of internet radio today. You are listening to the Sports Wire. My name is Vinny Epsella, and I am back now after a week's vacation for Thanksgiving and Black Friday and everything else that's involved with it. I want to thank you all for listening and downloading and subscribing to the Sportswire podcast everywhere that you find your favorite podcasts, be it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, etc., etc., etc. Anyways, what a long week it's been. Hopefully everybody had a very happy and safe Thanksgiving, filled up on your turkey and all the trimmings, and uh, enjoyed some great wrestling. We had NXT TakeOver last week. We had uh, WWE Survivor Series last week. Um, we had a great night of Monday Night Raw. We had a great night of Friday Night SmackDown. Great night of NXT uh, on Wednesday. And then also, I don't know, I haven't been able to watch AEW because it hasn't been uploaded to On Demand yet. So if I get a chance to watch it, I'll let you know. But anyways, a lot of wrestling is uh is there if you're if you're a fan of football some great football as well so i want to just start out with a bang and say first off we got to talk about something okay starting on i believe it was sunday the rumors and the window started uh coming through the gorilla vine about the uh problems or perceived heat between Corey Graves and Mauro Ranallo. During NXT TakeOver, Corey Graves being a heel commentator, being his sarcastic and uh, critical self, made some choice comments about Mauro's style of commentating, which, you know, is true, you know, in some aspects. He did, uh, because Mauro is... I like, sometimes I like his style, it's over the top, it kind of gets people, gets gets the energy flowing for the people um, that are watching at home if the crowd is not necessarily into a specific match or what have you. And, you know, um, sometimes he tends to overshadow his broadcast partners. So during one of, um, one of Corey's tweets, he said... You know, there is a WWE Hall of Famer and a former Ring of Honor champion uh, on commentary as well, though you'd never know it. I'm sure they have something to uh, something to add to it, which, I'm, of course, I'm paraphrasing. And then another one was uh, he, Corey Graves was responding to somebody else who said, is that another 80s hip-hop reference or 80s rap reference or 90s rap reference or whatever it was? And Corey Graves said, yep, too many of them. Uh, you know, and... You know, there have been issues in the past with Moro, of course, being his, you know, being that he suffers from manic depressive, bipolar, whatever the case is. Um, and it was a big thing a few years ago because he originally had left WWE um, because he was getting too emotional, too overwhelmed. Uh, and a lot of people had uh, contributed it to supposed bullying or hazing. Or just the heel commentary of uh, JBL, um, John Bradshaw Layfield. And now with Corey Graves, um, you know, Mauro Ronaldo deactivated his Twitter. 
You know, he didn't show up to work for Survivor Series in which Michael Cole sat in on the NXT title match and said that Morrow blew out his voice. Um, and then he also didn't show up for this Wednesday's NXT show. So here's the thing. Okay, while I'm not going to necessarily put somebody down for a mental health issue, okay, Corey Graves also on After the Bell podcast, the, the official WWE podcast, he did apologize and say that it was never meant to, you know, really criticize somebody. He was, you know, playing a part. And he would never actually, uh, you know, say anything derogatory or negative about a colleague, you know, whatever, which is true. And, and he provided healthy criticism. More Ronaldo, on the other hand, is a little overly sensitive. And I'm sorry, but if you're too oversensitive, either A, just stay the hell off of social media, you know, and that's, that's basically it. And, you know, a lot of people are going to say, oh, well, you can't tell somebody to stay off of it because everybody has the right to do it. You're right. Everybody has the right to be on social media, to keep in contact with their friends or, 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 or keep in contact with, you know, whatever, or their fans or whatever. But if you can't handle A, ribs, or B, constructive criticism, or C, just somebody being in character, well, then you have no business being either on social media or being in that kind of environment for your job. You know, um, I'm sorry, but that's how I see it. And it's not about not, I don't feel like a, I don't feel like we have to be walking on eggshells all the time because of uh, this, this culture where everybody's so sensitive nowadays. I'm sorry, but you should be able to speak your mind without somebody being offended by something, you know? And Paige, uh, WWE superstar Paige, um, put out a tweet with a with a like a GIF or a video, uh, you know, showing uh, posting social media or talking uh, in 2019 while trying not to offend anybody, and it's Mario trying to get a get through a level with all these lasers just from every which way going after him, and it's the truth. Jim Cornette offends people because he uses a 30-year-old joke that had nothing to do with racism, yet people say it's racist. Corey Graves makes, you know, some jokes about Mauro Ronaldo's um, commentary styles, and, and people are out to cancel Mauro, cancel Corey Graves and get him fired because of the, you know, BS, okay? And then there was... Um, you know, there, there were a couple other things, like just absolute ridiculousness. Um, there was something, uh, you know, and everybody's on this cancel culture nowadays. It's like if somebody doesn't do something the way you want them to do it or doesn't do something that's quote-unquote politically correct, oh, they should be fired and lose their job, okay? And that's one of the reasons why I don't watch NWA anymore is because... Now, granted, Jim Cornette did, you know, resign, okay? But see, here's the thing, all right? They still took the side of the whining and crying babies out there. Oh, boom, because Jim Cornette said, uh, you know, a joke, 
you know, about Trevor Murdoch saying he's tough enough to jump on a moped and strap a bucket of fried chicken to his back and drive through Ethiopia. Number one, here's the deal, okay? That had nothing to do with race because Southern, because fried chicken is more synonymous stereotypically with Southern United States, Southern, um, Southern United States black people, African Americans, okay? Not people in Ethiopia, I can guarantee you they probably don't have a KFC or a Popeye's in Ethiopia. Okay, so they, you know, they just want food. They're, they're starving, which again, maybe it's not, maybe it's in poor taste to make fun of people who are starving. I get it, but South Park does it all the time. You know, South Park is one of those un-PC shows, so why is it, you know, why is it that, you know, wrestling has to be different? You know, why is it that, you know, South Park is okay, and it's especially with these liberal Democrats, and that was one thing that, that, made, that, that, that I laughed about, was that it's the same type of people that Jim Cornette advocate, advocates for. The, the, the progressive liberal Democrats that, you know, are all about PC and, you know, you can't say that, you can't say this. And they're the ones that got him, like, no, you know, that caused him to resign from the NWA because they put up a stink. So I just found that really funny and ironic, you know, and, and it's because of the, you know, buckling under pressure that the NWA did. Dave Lagana, okay, did and edited out the joke because of, you know, some people who were whining and crying and the little babies out there. I refuse to watch the NWA anymore and give them my support. I know I'm one person, but you know what? And it's not even that Jim Cornette is bigger than the NWA. And even Jim Cornette came out and said, don't stop watching it on account of me not being there. But see, here's the thing, Okay. It's called standing up against the babies and the whiners and the criers, okay? And that's it. You see this cancer, cancel culture all the time. It's happening with our president. The Democrats were so upset that they lost the election in 2016. They're so upset because President Trump has fixed so many of the garbage mistakes that Obama did. And... He's doing things that are doing great things for our country. And now they're putting him through an impeachment. And taking time away from doing what needs to be done for our country. And they're putting it in this, into this impeachment. It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. So it's really, you know, really hard, really tiring in this cancel culture environment, you know, it's like, okay, here's the deal. Okay. I don't like the fact that Brock Lesnar takes the WWE championship. Okay. And goes off for months on end. Okay. Now he's not due back to the WWE now until January for the Royal Rumble, which, okay, it's only a month. That's fine. He gets a month break, but you know, the rules are, for the most part, and have always been, you have to defend your championship every 30 days or you forfeit it. And that has been waived for the most part for Brock Lesnar, who 
at times has been off WWE TV for four or five months while holding a world title, whether it be the, the world title or the universal title. But that doesn't mean I'm going to start a, a petition to have them have them fired from the WWE. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's part of its contract. Um, I don't like... I don't like Oprah, okay? I don't, I don't like anybody in CNN, but does that mean we have to get CNN thrown off the air? No. I mean, because they want to be the Clinton News Network and the producers of fake news all over the place, let them be. Many people derive their news, the fake news, of course, from CNN. You know, it, it's this, this cancel culture that we live in nowadays. It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. People are calling for Cody Graves to be fired. People are calling for JBL to be fired a few couple years ago because of the garbage with Mauro Ronaldo. It's like, give me a break. Okay, Mauro Ronaldo is a great, you know, he's a great commentator. I enjoy hearing him on the NXT broadcasts. But he needs to get thicker skin. I'm sorry, but I do not empathize or sympathize anybody who, here's the deal. When I grew up, Okay, I was bullied a lot in school. Name calling, this and that and the other thing. But you know what? It made me stronger. It made my skin thicker because you live by the mantra and you're taught, taught it from a young age. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. And I know in this, this society nowadays, people are afraid of words. Okay, and there are some things, you know, there's a lot of things that should not be said. And I'll be honest, you know, I'll be honest with you about that. There's, there's a lot of stuff that shouldn't be said. You know, there's a lot of bullying that goes around. And I'm not talking about WWE. Okay, I'm not, you know, but the, here's the deal. Okay, when it comes to wrestling, you cannot... Get you know you cannot be mad at a heel, you know, for putting down a baby face. You you just can't because that's his job. His job is to make you hate him. You know, and that's the problem with society nowadays. You know, Jim Cornette's a heel commentator. Corey Graves is a heel commentator. You know, and they decide to keep their 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 gimmick. Up on the outside, rather, than the rest of these guys who don't want to be hated. Look at MJF. He's a heel through and through. And he keeps his gimmick on 100% of the time. But there are a lot of them. Like, you know, Alexa Bliss, when she was portraying a heel, now she's a babyface. But when she was a heel, okay, the fact that she took in a blind, I think it's a, a deaf pig. Okay, named it Larry Steve and posted all these pictures on Instagram and this and that and the other thing. And it's like, I even, you know, I replied to one of her tweets and said, it is so hard to not like you when you're such a beautiful woman inside and out. You know, with a beautiful soul. You know, I want to hate the heels. You know, social media ruined professional wrestling. You know, back in, uh, back, you know, back in the early 90s, when you had Hulk Hogan get, you know, squashed by Earthquake. I think that was on, the, if I'm not mistaken, on the Brother Love Show. Okay? And, you know, and 
Hogan's ribs were, were, were hurt. I mean, in storyline, of course. But there was no social media for Earthquake to come out and say, yeah, you know, Hogan and I are, are best friends. I'll be back in just a second right after this. All right, folks, I am back. Uh, sorry about that. Um, as you know, I usually record at work. The other phone is ringing. But like I was saying, social media has killed the professional wrestling industry. You see a guy like Braun Strowman when he was portrayed as a heel. And again, you know, it's showing behind the scenes pictures. Him and Roman Reigns hanging out together in Rome. You know, and they're supposed to be in a feud. And I'm not saying that, that, that professional wrestling shouldn't evolve like the rest. And, and even still, it's like... We know that they're actors, you know, portraying a character. You know, you watch, like I watch General Hospital. And I know a lot of the guys are friends behind the scenes. You know, Steve Burton is not really a mob hit man. You know, like his, his alter ego, Jason Morgan. <laughs> you know, it's like, but yet wrestling is held for some reason. And I don't know why it is, but wrestling is held to a different, a higher standard than everywhere else. Like... And I, and I understand people who say, oh, yeah, it's a performance art, which I get it. Yes, it is. You know, like Jordan Grace, who her, who her Twitter is her real name, Trisha Parker or whatever. And, you know, but she portray, portrays Jordan Grace, on, you know, as a wrestling, you know, in wrestling events, wrestling shows. Which I understand to a point. But do you now... Go to a wrestling event to appreciate the athleticism and to cheer, you know, because the guy is portraying a heel very well. Or do you go and, and, and allow the heel to get your hatred and get your, your booze and stuff and, you know, and actually do what he's looking for? Because he's not looking to get cheered. We have too many shades of gray nowadays. Now, granted, during the Attitude Era, it was a little different because that's when the, the, the shades of gray came in. I'll be honest with you. I am not a Daniel Bryan fan. No matter who goes against him, I will always cheer. I have always cheered The Miz. Whether he was, you know, heel or babyface, I always liked The Miz. And I cannot stand Daniel Bryan, whether he's a heel or a babyface. I appreciate the athleticism Daniel Bryan has, but I don't like him. I don't like his character. I don't like... I, I never did. Um... You know, and I, I've always liked The Miz. I love him on the microphone. I love him on the, you know, in the ring. I think he's an all-around great wrestler. But that's just who I am. That's, that's just about it right now. All right, so enough of the rant. <laughs> Another, enough of the ranting. Uh, this past weekend, like I said, WWE had NXT TakeOver, uh, War Games 3, and WWE Survivor Series, just, it was a huge, it was a great showcase for NXT. In my opinion, the, the two MVPs that came out of that weekend are Keith Lee and Rhea Ripley. I mean, just absolutely fantastic in both nights. You had Keith Lee, part of Team Ciampa, who was, uh, uh, who, who was uh, victorious in the men's war game match on, on Saturday. Uh, against the Undisputed Era. Of course, like I said, the mystery fourth man being Kevin Owens. 
just absolutely fantastic. And he's got great athleticism for a 400, almost 400-pounder. 400 um, and then Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley, you know, she was not only part of not only the, the captain of Team, Rhea, Team Ripley for uh, War Games, but she won War Games at a 4-2 to two disadvantage, 4-on-2 disadvantage because of what happened with uh, Dakota Kai turning on Tegan Knox and, you know, costing them, it didn't cost them the match, it cost them two spots, two people, and they still, you know, Candice LeRae and Rhea Ripley came out on top and, and won, and then she was the sole survivor um, in the women's five-on-five-on-five on five on five Survivor Series match the next night. And Rhea Ripley is going to be the one that dethrones uh, Shayna Baszler for the NXT Women's Championship. I can, I can definitely tell that. She'll be the first woman to hold both the NXT UK and NXT Women's Championship. Just absolutely fantastic. And I really think that she's going to go far. She's only 23 years old, which kind of makes me feel old. But she's got the whole package. She's beautiful the way she is. She looks different. She's not one of these cookie cutter Barbie type of look looking uh, girls. She's athletic. She's just fantastic. Uh, and I really, really like her. And I think she's going to go places. Um, so, yeah. That's, uh, that's how it is. But, you know, the, key, the, the thing that I just wanted to stress in this episode is We've got to get rid of that cancel culture. Get rid of the political correctness. Get, you know, get rid of a lot of the different things. You know, and it's like, there's so much that's going on today in, in the society today. I texted one of my, you know, friends, you know, happy Thanksgiving on Thursday. And she replies with, um, happy stealing land and killing people day. Excuse me? It's like, thanks, the first Thanksgiving were the pilgrims and the Native Americans coming together to have a feast to show the, you know, to, to come together to give thanks. Not about killing, you know, people and, and stealing land or anything. You know, granted that may have come later, but stop changing the freaking context, Okay. Like Columbus Day, it's not Indigenous, Indigenous People Day, it's Columbus Day, because without Christopher Columbus, there would have been no America. Now granted, he landed on the southern tip of Florida, and, you know, and, and, I, and I get it, you know, he necessarily didn't find the country and the Native Americans were here, but did they have contact with the outside world? That's the one thing you gotta understand. Is that Columbus coming here made it possible for Europeans to come over to actually realize that this body of land was here and for us to make it into the United States of what it is nowadays. What it is today. Our great country that we have. You know, so many... Here's the problem that I see today. And I'm going to say this is going to be a very controversial statement, but... There are so many people who are anti-white person nowadays, even if they are white, that it's ridiculous. It's like, nowadays, straight white people can do nothing right. We have a president who is a white person after a black person, okay? 
and he can do, do nothing right in the eyes of Congress and many Americans because he's doing things that, that he's doing things that uh, fix what Obama did and undo what Obama did. Um, you know, when you get people that uh, that are against Columbus and against, you know, the European settlers that came in because they pillaged the land and they were savages against the Native Americans and this, that, the other thing. It was, it was a culture clash, and I understand that. In, in the United States, yes, we took a lot of Native American land. But look at what they got in, in you know, look at what they got in return. They don't have to pay taxes. I mean, hell, that alone should be great. They get to keep all their money. As long as you're one-eighth Native American under one of the recognized uh, tribes, you don't have to pay taxes. I almost wish I was part Native American, you know what I mean? Um, but that's, you know, that's a perk. You know, they get a lot of perks. And, and I'm sorry, I'm not, you know, and it's not that I don't feel bad about things, but it's a necessary evolution. You know, they're on, you know, they're in their... They're pride, you know, they're, 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 uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, on their tribal land, on their, their reservations, you know what I mean? And they're choosing to live there instead of moving out to the rest of the country. You know what I mean? So they're not specifically being held there. They're choosing to stay there. And maybe I'm a little off because I don't know fully about the Native American history and everything, but, you know, it's just, it's, it's difficult to, to fathom how the context of history has changed so much over time. But anyways, I want to thank you all for listening and downloading the Sportswire. Uh, my name is Vinny Absell. You can follow me on Twitter at the Absell SWE. You could also, um, Follow Sportswire on Twitter and Instagram at Sportswire Audio. Uh, go to email us, sportswireaudio at gmail.com. And then you can get to our anchor.fm page, www.sportswireaudio.com. You can uh, support the show, send some donations our way if you'd like. But again, I want to thank you all for listening. Thank you for everything you're uh, doing to help the cause. And uh, continue to support the Sportswire. Send us a five-star, um, send us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, just so that we know that you're listening and then you like it. Subscribe it, download it wherever you find your favorite podcast. Again, my name is Vinny Abstell. I will see you tomorrow. Today is December first. We're getting set for a big snowstorm tomorrow, so <laughs> stay safe out there. Uh, at least on the East Coast, big snowstorm in Connecticut. Stay safe out there, and I'll talk to you tomorrow right here on the Sports Wire.